This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker with you on a Monday. Coming up, oh, Tuesday, excuse me, it's my Monday. I'm all off because the holiday yesterday. Cody was here yesterday with Jeremy Kahn. Coming up about 20 minutes, we'll dive into baseball, the latest year. I'm excited to talk to Cody about the latest in baseball, how we think this is going to play out. The owners players met yesterday for a good period of time, actually stay in the same room and talk. So we'll get to that and maybe uh, maybe some futures in Major League Baseball coming up about 20 minutes. Right now, speaking of futures, though, Cody, let's do a draft. So it's the NBA All-Star break. We had the whole weekend. It was fun in Cleveland and uh, all the festivities. And now as this week goes along, they'll come out of the break and uh, we'll have the I guess, second half of the season, but it's it's way less than that. It's like this, the last third of the season before we go to the playoffs. So what we'll do here is let, let's go through and do a draft style picking futures for the NBA title. So we'll go back and forth. We'll use points bet here as our book of uh, choice in this segment to talk about the the futures odds and um, and pick our champions based on the odds, right? So like we could go down and pick the teams with the best records, but they may not have the best odds. So we'll look for some value here and uh, and we'll make our picks. Cody? You're our guest. You're, you're with us. You're the, you're the guest host today. Why don't you go first? You, you get to pick any team on the board, NBA title, futures. Who are you taking? Well, I'm going to go with the team that ESPN currently ranks number four. But if you look around the sports books, I'm a little surprised to see just how low they are. And that's the team that's currently number one in the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat. I currently have them, see them right here at 10 to 1 odds. 10 to 1 odds for a team that has been dominant in the Eastern Conference. Now, I agree that the Eastern Conference is a is a bit of a shark tank right now, especially for this second half going forward. But, man, 10 to 1 for the Miami Heat and the record in the season that they're having, that is more than worth a flyer to me. I like Miami. Um, you know what I like about them, Cody, more than anything? They, don't they, they have adults, right? Like Jimmy Butler's been through this before. He's been to the finals. Uh, Kyle Lowry's been through this before. He's been to the finals. Even P.J. Tucker. Like, I want P.J. Tucker on my team in the NBA playoffs. Like, they have a team that just feels built for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero could put the ball in the basket. Bam is a great big man. Good coach. I like them. Like, I feel like, aren't of all the good teams in the East, aren't they the one that are kind of like, they're flying under the radar a little bit? Nobody's talking about them somehow is it is that like just like the florida aspect is that just like them tucked away in a corner of the country like is it the same thing that if the mariners or the kraken go crazy like no one pays attention because they're just not getting the coverage it might be i think also part of it is they don't have an mvp candidate right and they're not a team that like since lebron left like they just it doesn't seem as big the way it was Mm -hmm. you know 10 years ago but you look, the Easter Conference has Harden, it has Embiid, it has Durant, it has Giannis. None of those guys are on the heat yet. Right now, you said it. They have the best record, tied for the best record. All right, my first pick here, and I'm going to do this despite an injury to their most important player, the Phoenix Suns. Ooh. I will take them at plus 450. Now, we got the news, I guess it was during the All-Star game and during the weekend here, that, that uh, Chris Paul has a thumb injury. He's going to knock him out. Uh, about six weeks, so probably the rest of the regular season. We might not see Chris Paul again until the playoffs, but here's why I'm not worried about it. Two reasons. One, it's a, it's a thumb, finger thing, right? That'll heal. This isn't like yes. his, he has an ACL or an ankle where it's got to be recurring for him in the postseason. So I think he'll be fine physically for the playoffs. And, Cody, I'm looking at it right now. They are – I mean, they're 48-10. and 10. They've won 82% of their games. They are six and a half games up on the Warriors for the number one seed, which comes with home court advantage, seven in the loss column. I, even without Chris Paul, I don't think they're losing home court, which means they're going to have the home court throughout the Western Conference. They'll get Chris Paul back. I think they're the best team. I, I will take Phoenix, 
assuming Paul comes back and he's fine for the playoffs. Speaking of people no one talking about, like no one talks about the Suns are on pace for like 68 wins. They're having an all-time yeah. season here. Incredible, incredible season out of Phoenix. And and I, I've been saying this for a while, like I talked about it earlier, about team curses. Listen, the Phoenix Suns are a team that just feels like they just are not capable of winning an NBA Finals. But if there is a Phoenix Suns team to do it, it has got to be this one. They're that dominant. They are that good. I mean, to be that much better than the Golden State Warriors, which is essentially basically an MVP all-star team, uh, seeing this team uh, absolutely be better than them is crazy. Uh, I, I really like the Suns this year. I, I really would like to see them win the finals. All right, so you go with Miami. I go Phoenix. What's your next pick here, Cody? I'm going to stay on the East a little bit because I am blown away by these odds. 33 to 1. Number 2, I believe, in the Eastern Conference, the Chicago Bulls. How can you find them 33 to 1 right now? I do not know. So much so that I'm looking at the Lakers are currently sitting 28 to 1. This is a team that might not even make the tournament. I don't know. The Bulls are, like, for as much as we talk about Miami not getting much love, the, it's almost like no one believes the Bulls are good. Like, no one wants to acknowledge this. Like, they've been at the top of the East all year. It's funny, even a couple weeks ago, I, I think we all kind of have this, like, when's the other shoe going to drop thing with the Bulls? Like, mm -hmm. when are they going to come back down to earth? A couple weeks ago, Joe O, obviously a Chicago guy, and follows the Bulls very closely. Even he was wondering, like, all right, how far will they fall in the Eastern Conference <laughs> standings before the playoffs start? Like, will they drop to four, five, six? Will they stay at one, two? They're still there. They're still tied with, you know, with Miami at number one. And Cody, they have a guy that won't win the MVP, but certainly has had that kind of impact this year. DeMar DeRozan has been unreal. Huge. He's been huge for that team. And again, and, and we talked about Miami not getting the love. You talk about Chicago. Chicago is a major, major market. And I agree. I've even been sitting around and I even said to you guys during the break, I'm like, I want to believe that the Bulls are real. I just still cannot get on board. But you're talking 33 to 1 odds for a team that's tied for first in the Eastern Conference. And again, that shark tank of an Eastern Conference. Yeah, I'm definitely sprinkling a flyer all over 33 to 1 on the Bulls. No question. All right, so you got the big odds. You got 33 to 1 on the Bulls. You got Miami at 10 to 1. So my first pick was Phoenix um, here at plus 450. For my next pick, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks mm -hmm. at, at 6 to 1. Um, look, I have, so now I have both teams that were in the finals last year. And yacht, of all the stars in the Eastern Conference, right? Kevin Durant currently hurt. Joel Embiid currently having the best season, but we know his injury issues in the past. James Harden. Great player. We'll see if he's fully healthy. We'll see if he's fully engaged in Philadelphia, all that kind of stuff. You know who the most reliable superstar in the Eastern Conference is, Cody? It's it's Giannis. I don't ever wonder what I'm getting from Giannis. I know. He's going to play almost every night. He's going to put up his double-doubles. And last year, he got over that hump in the playoffs. I, I still like Milwaukee. I, I think they're a good number at 6-1 to one to come out of the Eastern Conference. So I will take them, and maybe I'm setting up a uh, an NBA Finals rematch. So I will go Milwaukee 6-1 to one as my third pick. Love the pick. Took that pick before I can get my hands on it. Don't blame you one bit, but I'm going to go with my next pick, and I feel really good about this one. Currently ranked number two by ESPN, but the odds for them right now, 25 to 1. Memphis Grizzlies, man. This team is no joke. John Morant just been having a monster season. Dude, how a team that we are just not talking about. I feel like I'm accidentally picking sleeper after sleeper after sleeper, but these are not sleepers. These are the top of their divisions. Well, they're not. You're right. I mean, this they shouldn't be a sleeper. No, no, that's I love Cody. Their win total is about to go over like now. 
I, I like to look at how many games they've won because they're, I believe their win total. I took it. Yeah, it's, I, think, I think I took it at 41, 41 and, and 19, I believe. It was 41 and a half. They're over under for wins for the season. They're going to get yeah, it in their next win. No question. It's, they're that good. And yeah. uh, again, uh, to win it all, 25 to one on a team that has currently 41 and a 19 record. I mean, yeah, another great flyer to pick. Yeah, and they've been good away. They're twenty-one and nine on the road, which which gives you a good feeling when you get to the playoffs. Here, I, I, they're a great team, and they're they're young. I mean, they're going to be. This is a team that if they don't make it this year, I think we're going to see them in NBA Finals coming up you know, in the next couple of years. So I like that pick, but I can't believe you left this for me. You're, you're taking all the long shots here, and you're leaving me some favorite shot. Well, I mean, you're in the twenties and thirties. You're leaving me the Golden State Warriors. I am at plus four fifty. So I will take them, and here's what I feel pretty good about. I do like your Grizzlies, but I feel good based on, on the draft that I'm going to have the Western Conference representative. I have Phoenix. I have Golden State. I feel good about it. Now, if there's one worry, it's Draymond Green. It's his health. He's had the back issue. He hasn't played. He was going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Now we'll see how long it takes for him to come back. Like that's They need him. For as much as Steph is amazing, and obviously had his, you know, his a million three-pointers on Sunday night in the All-Star game, and I think we'll see – Clay kind of get his feet back under him more and more as season goes along, but they need Draymond. So as much as they're great, and, and I, I believe in them, I believe in Steve Kerr, I am a little worried on the Warriors, Cody, because Draymond's health, Steph, uh, Clay Thompson's not quite what he was a couple of years ago. It, I, I wouldn't be shocked if your Grizzlies knocked out the Warriors in the second round. I wouldn't be shocked. Me neither. Me neither. I really wouldn't be. However, they are still the Golden State Warriors, right. and obviously the only re the only reason I stayed away from picking the Warriors is because I just don't like the the plus four four fifty. I just I feel like it's not enough value for me to take a team like that. Uh, however, if I were to take another team, it is more of that caliber. But it's a similar reason for you why I hesitate to take this team because, quite frankly, the Brooklyn Nets are very very much a Frankenstein's monster of a team and I simply do not know what we're going to get this second half do you know what we're going to get this second half because on paper it looks like this team should be dominant but it also looks like you've been dominant all year long and this is a team that's been hovering around 500 I have no idea I, I would say this and, and we could extend this or one one more round here so you brought up the Nets I feel like there's there's two teams that we haven't taken yet that probably would be the next two picks if we continue the Nets mm -hmm. would be one of them, right? You one have to them. at least, yeah, you have to at least take a flyer. And can I, I take a guess on what the other one is? Yes, go ahead. I'm assuming it's the 76ers in front. Got to be, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Embiid and Harden, right? So those those are the two kind of wild cards here in the NBA. And the funny part is, like, they, they created their own, they created these teams, right? The trade they made last week or two weeks ago now made these two teams so interesting. Let's start with the Nets. So they're at six to one. Do you think the odds are ridiculous on the Nets, like as of now? It feels like the books are just like they're worried that they're going to lose a lot of money on the Nets if they figure it out. So they're putting the number at kind of this lower spot because based on what they are today, like how could you feel good at six to one? Kyrie can only play half the games. Ben Simmons mm -hmm. hasn't played basketball in eight or nine months. And Kevin Durant is hurt. Like right now, they're not even close to a title team. Two months from now, we might be like, wow, they're good. Mm -hmm. But I don't know especially right now with the season they've been having and the injuries and the, quite frankly, everything you just said, six to one is just, I'm, I'm beyond hesitant. This is a, again, this is a team that's been 500 with an all-star team all season long. I, I just don't know what to make of it. it. But again, it's a brand new team now. Same with Philly. It's a brand new team. You mentioned wild cards. These are two teams that should be at the top of their division. 
and we're talking about them that we simply don't understand what they are. So right now, and I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think they're going to fall out. But like we can be real about where the Nets are right now. They're two losses behind the last playoff seed, mm -hmm. and yet they're six to one to win the title. It just goes to show you that a lot probably will change here. I think it, there's a world where Simmons uh, you know, acclimates himself well and, and plays well with those guys, but I, I don't know. And, and I worry about Durant's health. I mean, Cody, ever since he had the the Achilles pop on him when he was with the Warriors at the end of his career there, he hasn't stayed fully healthy. Like, is Kevin Durant healthy in the playoffs? Is Kyrie Irving eligible to play every game? These are questions I have no idea how to answer. Me neither. And that's that's at the end of the day. That's just why I just keep puzzled by this 6-1 to odds for him. It just doesn't make any sense other than it's the reason you just said they just don't want to lose their asses on what could be a big second half. Right. And look, if they put if they moved into 15 to one, everyone would jump on them. Right. Like, screw yeah. it. I'll just put a little bit on them. It's, it, they have Kevin Durant. They have one of the three best players in the world. The other one is the Sixers. Now, in Philadelphia, everyone's excited here, Cody, because it's, it's James Harden. It's, it's Joel Embiid. Mm -hmm. I, I can't wait to see it. The one question I have is James Harden in decline or was he just quitting on the Nets, right? Like, because last year has been so weird. Hamstring issues, fat suits when he wanted to get out of Houston. Like, is he still the same guy or is he just like kind of mailing it in for the last few months? Now, here's actually my, I'm going to answer that with a question back to you. And it's this, which would be worse? If he's the same, not like if he was a quitter or if he can't it, play anymore. Yeah, which, which is the worst scenario? Is it worse that he doesn't have the same skill, or is it worse that he literally has just quit on the last two teams that he's played on for the in the last twelve months? This is I, a this is something I'm legitimately concerned about. For the Sixers, I would say it's worse if he doesn't have the same. If he's like if he's in real decline, because mm -hmm. they just yeah, that means like because they're locked into this team. They now. gave like, up a lot for him. Yeah, they gave up a and, lot for him. They're they're capped out. They're, they're they have no more first round picks to trade. Like this is it. This it's Embiid and Harden. Go try to win a title, guys. As far as the quitting stuff, isn't he like a lot of these NBA players? I'm not trying to just you know say he's not at fault for this, but like this is what these guys do. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like they don't want to be somewhere. They're like, all right, I'm not playing anymore. Trade me. I know, but the fat suit thing, like everything, <laughs> like it was just so much. It's just. Who does this? It's insane to me. I, I just, is it worth it? If you get where you want to go, I, I guess. I mean, these guys are, I mean, Ben Simmons, let, let's be real about that. Like, was he going through a real mental language? I have no idea. It seemed like as soon as they started taking his money away, he was like, I have mental health issues. I can't play anymore. I don't know. I mean, I hope the guy gets better. I hope he's fine. But it just feels like these players are just like, listen, I'm not playing here anymore. We can say whatever we want to say. You get me out. There was one story Bleach Report had last week that Harden, after a game in Utah, didn't fly with the team. He went to Vegas and hung out for a few days. And at this point, the Nets were like, all right, we're we're done here now. Like, well, at least, he, at least he looked really cool. He looked like a character from Working Girl in his first day in Philly with those sweet shoulder pads and pink, pink whatever that was. It looked awful. What was that vest he was wearing? I don't know. He looked, he looked like he was the Prince of Eternia. Yeah, just get on the court, James. Come on, can we, put the, can, we just play? can we just get on the court? Joe Giglio, Cody Decker, it's Beck UL Daily. On the other side, yes, we'll dive into baseball. They met yesterday. Are we going to get an agreement this week? Is baseball going to happen on time? And we'll dive into a future bet that's already out there right here on the Beck UL Network. Hey, it's Joe Giglio from Beck UL Daily, 9 to noon Eastern. Download the free Odyssey app now to watch and listen to the Daily Tip. Beck UL Daily, you better you bet. And bet MGM tonight on the Beck UL Network.